You're listening to Eureka on Monocle 24 with me, Daniel Bage, host of The Entrepreneurs. Carl Clark is the founder of Future Noodles, an instant noodle brand he launched with the aim of completely upending our idea of the affordable and simple meal. The aim was to make a plant-based, nutritionally complete meal that is both healthy and good for the planet. Launched earlier this year following a successful crowdfunding campaign, Future Noodles has released three flavors to start, yellow curry, spicy kimchi, and smoky mushroom and miso, which pay tribute to Carl's favorite dishes from his travels around the world, and the simple and flavorful meals found at street stalls, markets, and noodle houses across South Korea, India, and Southeast Asia. Having spent countless late nights cooking in top kitchens as a chef over many years, Carl has had the habit of reaching for a pot of instant noodles for a quick and easy meal, so why not do it better? He's also the chef and founder behind London restaurants Chicken Sours and Chicken. Here's Carl now from one of his kitchens with the story of Future Noodles. Future Noodles is basically a fully nutritional instant meal in a pot, so it's everything your body needs. It's an instant noodle that's good for you and good for the planet. It's got the perfect mix of carbohydrates, fats, protein, and it comes along with 26 essential vitamins and minerals as well. I think my experience of instant noodles, it comes from working late nights in kitchens, you know, a very long time ago, and I'm a big fan of Shinkup Ramen, you know, spicy noodles. I feel you know, the journey very much started when I was just kind of had a desire just to make a cool instant noodle, and that's how it started, really. There wasn't any forward thinking into nutrition or anything. And then we started to think about nutrition and actually thought, everyone loves noodles. Why can't the more you eat, the healthier you get kind of, you know, scenario? And actually, why can't we build something or make something that can actually be good for you, good for the planet, and good for others, something with a purpose as well? It's a difficult journey, you know, we, we've had a few kind of stop-starts. The nutritional side of it was really challenging. We got it wrong a couple of times, but we went back to the drawing board and we got to a good place. We've still got a lot of work to do in terms of where we want to get to, flavour-wise and sustainability and all those things, but it's, it's very much a journey. It's not a kind of sprint, so, you know, each day. The challenges, I think, in terms of when you're working with something the term nutritionally complete, there's some sacrifices and the sacrifices are all the, are all the good stuff, fat, salt, sugar, <laughs> comes out of it. So you need to you know, work clever with the other ingredients that you get. And of course we wanted this to be a very natural product, non-GMO, no MSG, that's how we got there. recipe wise I think mushroom and me so we started a kind of like my thought process is kind of in and around what's entry level for people and what moves up a gear and at the entry level you've got the mushroom and miso which is very kind of earthy very kind of warming and very kind of entry level then it goes up to the kind of the yellow curry which is a kind of Malaysian bit of Indian Malaysian going on there and then right up to the spicy kimchi now you need to like heat so it's spicy and kimchi being fermented so I think it's the flavour profile, the range of flavours, it moves across the spectrum of what people like. You couldn't get bored of eating three of these in one day, that makes sense. But we're also working on lots of different flavours and limited editions in the background to have lots of fun.
like I said, you're removing all the things that make other instant noodles addictive, which is fat, salt, sugar, right? MSG. So you need to work very hard in terms of the flavor balancing. It was great learning, you know. We made some mistakes, and like I said, we learned from those mistakes. The challenges are, yeah, there are some sacrifices in and around stuff that we crave, and that's just the way it is. We need to, you know, find a place that works. I guess it's hitting the flavor profile that works for everybody. But I do feel there's a part to manage in terms of conversation, managing people's expectations about what these actually taste like, you know, in terms of powerful flavors because yes they are heavily reduced in salt sugar msg and all bad fats which is not going to give you that massive msg hit that you get from other not so very good for you instant noodle brands but that's not what we're trying to do they're also very nourishing and they're also very filling you know so the four five hundred calories between the range our sources are their sources as opposed to broths so you eat one of these, you're nutritionally, you're full. It's comforting and you're full at the same time. You're not craving another meal or another snack. So that's where we want it to be as well, in and around the noodle nest as well, for it to be at the moment, it's whole wheat. We've developed in the background, we've developed our own bespoke chia noodle, which we'll be bringing to market probably next year. I think it's probably about two years old really from like thought process and and then it just accelerated when we went into the first initial lockdown we were like right let's do this and actually we got probably 90% of this project done during the first lockdown which was challenging in itself manufacturing thankfully didn't shut down we were working remotely we ran the Kickstarter campaign remotely we were talking to people in China so it's been a bit of a journey you know and then there was a global container shortage we were trying to kind of like get our packaging shipped rather than air freighted you know for obvious reasons carbon footprint and stuff like from china and beat the chinese new year so it's a bit like a tarantino movie in places but we got there it was challenging but it was also a lot of learnings in and around how things work i learned an incredible amount on this journey there was points because you know i'm only one small part of a very kind of clever team of people that brought this together from the branding side to nutritionists to the science you know there were points when I was swimming there were points when I was like I don't know this stuff you know I we need to get some expert advice here but I've learned so much along the journey that I I never knew as a chef I learned about manufacturing techniques how things change you know from kitchen recipes going into manufacturing I, I learned about some ingredients with very long names how they react with other things and loads of interesting stuff you know like lots of learnings in and around how some spices actually impact the salt levels the sodium levels that i'd never have thought of so on one part it's been challenging on the other part it's been incredible for learning it's been great i'm really grateful I think we're honest, transparent and truthful, you know, and I think for us, we've got a great product. There's definitely work to do. And for me, it's, it's that constant search for perfection and hopefully there's no perfection, right? And we just don't stop searching, you know, and each day we learn, there's new techniques, there's new things come to the market. Our Mark IIs are coming along after this run. So new improved spice on the flavor, new improved flavor. We've got an interim higher protein noodle in the Mark II. And then that should feed into Mark III when we'll have our chia noodle 
chia noodle it takes you know 12 to 14 months for manufacturing lead times this is the lead times in manufacturing well it's not like you know a kitchen i can go in and and give you the formula then it needs to feed into that time we're gonna have lots of fun in and around doing some new flavors in the pipeline and, and hopefully some lots of experiential stuff when the world opens up again you know and put some good events on hoping that the purpose continues to grow you know the charitable side of the business which is very important to us and really we want to build a community that people share recipes and have fun you know this is a vehicle for you to do what you want it's a plant-based product yeah but we're flexitarian we're inclusive right we love everybody so we're hoping that you know the community really gets on board and starts to share their creations based out of our creation you know and that's what's going to bring us joy so we're going to bring a YouTube channel to life. I'm going to invite some people on. We're going to have some fun about reinventing, reimagining some of these noodle ideas. And yeah, I think, you know, grow as a brand. And for us, I think we want to grow a cult brand, really, and have fun. It's great to see people's back in restaurants, first and foremost. I think for me, there's a whole kind of relearning um, stage that consumers are going to have to do. I mean, in my head, I kind of always thought it's going to be like post Second World War here. Like people just got to spend money, right? They're going to go out and fix themselves. And restaurants right now are very much like that because the doors have opened. You can't get a table anywhere, and it's a beautiful thing. But what happened in lockdown is like you know what was inspiring to see not just the hospitality industry, but in within the hospitality industry especially was people thinking on their feet and just finding ways to keep things going. And actually. You know, they set up some really great fulfillment networks with meal kits and whatever else has been brought to life. I think the delivery space is huge. That's not going to go anywhere. What happened was is kind of like the restaurant model turned on its head where you'd probably 80-20 dine-in delivery restaurant model. It, it turned on its head. That's great, but however, your bottom line is not as good, right? At points. But don't forget, you're doing delivery, you've got no front of house. So restaurants open, you've also got your front of house. It's a difficult model, is what I'm saying. Product-wise, I think the meal kit thing is interesting. It's, I think the space is not as big as it was, obviously. Restaurants are back open. I think what it, what's valuable about it, where the value is, is for brand recognition, being able to get your brand, your restaurant brand, or whatever you're doing, your product, out to far-flung corners that people may not be able to visit you, but they love you and love what you do and love reading about you. And I think that's that's just as important, you know? So another platform, as you were, to promote your brand. I think the product space is very interesting. There's a lot going on. And for me, I'm really interested in kind of like thinking about things that I've learned in the 35 years that I've been in the restaurant business and how can I package this stuff up in a way that we have noodles and create really incredible brands out of it you know along along with the guys that have started this company so let's see what my where my monkey brain goes next you know we'll see what's happening who knows <laughs> Clark, founder and chef behind Future Noodles. You can check them out at futurenoodles.com. My thanks to Carl and to Christy Evans, who mixed and edited this show. I'm Daniel Bache. Thank you so much for listening and goodbye. Goodbye.